Welcome back to the Hot Tip Best Daily Pick Show here for Sunday, November 19th. Back with some more college basketball and NFL action here for today's slate. And we got a pretty big slate of college basketball, especially going on today. So we'll jump into all of those games here in a second. Quickly, though, before we do, looking back to Saturday's results at the moment, a profitable day. And couldn't be profitable no matter what. The only game we're still waiting on is that college basketball one from Pine Bluff here tonight. But 4-2 and two overall, plus 4.51 units. Um, a strong day overall there for Saturday. And if you haven't already checked out Hot Tibets Premium, go over to Dub Club, get signed up. You can get early ad-free access to all of the YouTube uploads. You get Dub Club notifications every single time that I place my bets. Discord access, and of course, my recommended unit size. So use code CHRIS3 at checkout to get your first three months for the price of one, only $19.99 when you sign up today. And as always, I do truly appreciate all you guys who have signed up. You allow me to keep doing this. You keep the channel alive. And without you, none of this would be possible. So thank you all so much. Let's get into Sunday's show. We start today's show off with the Jaguar Classic. SIU Edwardsville takes on South Alabama for SIU Edwardsville. Coming to this game is the 256th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Rankings. South Alabama, the 176th overall team. On the offensive side of things, South Alabama getting a pretty strong edge here in this game. 102nd overall team, while Edwardsville, the 251st overall team. Defensively, South Alabama also the edge, but not as big. 240 overall. SIU Edwardsville is also 251st on the defensive side of things. You know, for South Alabama, obviously got the win Friday night over Denver. Looked decently good there in that game. But overall in the season, their offense hasn't been horrible. They've done a decent job shooting the ball, you know, especially, you know, getting the ball down low in the paint have been a fairly strong team. Their defense has had some struggle points, certainly at times this season. But really, when they can control the tempo of the game, slow it down, it is a South Alabama team that has looked good. And obviously that triple overtime game against Nichols State on Thursday, pair that with the Denver game on Friday. Legs could be a bit tired here going in for Sunday, but SIU Edwardsville is obviously dealing with similar things. Maybe not the triple overtime game, um, but, you know, the Denver game on Thursday, the Nichols game on Friday, you know, this MTE, you know, everyone's going to be at a similar spot here coming into this one. And as far as Edwardsville goes coming into this game defensively, they've, you know, really been equally as good, um, which, you know, is definitely reflected there from the rankings from the model. But on the offensive side of things, they have struggled a lot more to shoot the basketball this season. I mean, only a 42.1 effective field goal percentage for them on the season. And their only two wins against D1 opponents did come against Denver and Nichols State here in the MTE. So, I mean, they're trying to, you know, finish it out with another win here against South Alabama. But this South Alabama team is dangerous. And as far as the model goes here in this one, what is, you know, not basically, it is a home game for South Alabama here. 76.73 points for them. SIU Edwardsville at 67.66 and 9.07 spread in South Alabama's favor here coming into this game. And as far as the odds go, hasn't really moved from the opened. Opened at three and a half. We still sit at three and a half and 11.54% edge towards South Alabama here in this game. And I think it's going to be the advantage that this South Alabama team has on the offensive side of things, you know, that is really going to propel them in this game. And I think they just shoot the ball so much better than SIU Edwardsville does. And, you know, at home here in this one, I think they get it done, taking them minus three and a half against SIU Edwardsville. 
Next up on Sunday's card, we got Loyola Maryland taking on UMBC for Loyola Maryland to come into this game as the 330th overall team in the high tibet power ranking. UMBC is the 235th overall team. Offensively, UMBC gets a slight edge here in this game, 287 overall. Loyola Maryland, the 308th overall team. Um, and in slightly bigger edge for UMBC defensively, 202nd overall. Loyola Maryland, the 312th overall team coming into this one and you know as far as this Loyola Maryland team goes you know obviously lose yesterday or on Saturday here against Sacred Heart their only win of the season coming against Brown a game you know where they had to go to overtime and really for Loyola Maryland the struggles have primarily come on the offensive side of things have not done a great job shooting the basketball this season defensively they've been all right at times especially guarding the perimeter but um, I mean overall it's a Loyola Maryland team that has kind of just struggled on the other side of things for UMBC. Unlike Loyola Maryland got the win over Sacred Heart on Friday night. Overall, UMBC has shot the ball better here this season. Um, and, you know, going back to their two losses here on the year, Louisville, a one point loss, which Louisville is what it is, but it's still a power five team. If you can call it that nonetheless, UMBC did look decent there in that game, a decent loss against Maris as well, but it's really going to be the defense that, you know, is impressive. And I think shows up against or in you for this UMBC team here in this game, their shot defense, especially um, has been strong this season. And more importantly, um, they do a great job getting up and down the court, running in transition, both offensively and defensively. And it's a team that UMBC that just likes to play fast. And when they can do that, it is a team that is very, very hard to slow down. And as far as the model goes here for this one, does like UMBC at home, 73.42 points for them. Loyola Maryland at 64.1, a 9.32 spread in UMBC's favor here entering this game. As far as the sports books have it, we opened at two and a half, haven't moved from that line of 14.67% edge for UMBC here coming into this game. Um, and I really do think it's a UMBC team, you know, having the extra day of rest coming into this game is going to help them a little bit, but I just think they're so much better on the defensive side of things. And I think because of that, they get a pretty easy win here, taking them minus two and a half against Loyola, Maryland. Now we head to Madison Square Garden for this next game. UConn takes on Indiana for UConn. Coming to this game as the sixth overall team in the high tibet power ranking. Indiana is the 53rd overall team. Um, UConn obviously remains very strong on the offensive side of things. The number one overall team here entering this game, while Indiana the 30th overall team. Defensively, both of them have struggled a bit more. UConn, though, still the advantage in this matchup. 39th or 59th overall. Indiana the 69th overall team here entering this one. And, and obviously, this is the first tougher game for UConn. I say tougher. I mean, obviously, they're still a double-digit favorite, um, but it's going to be their first true test of the season, and, and even that, not really a true test, but um, obviously, you know, the first team that is decently highly ranked, and Indiana has certainly not looked great this season, but they also entered this game 3-0. and um, You know, Florida Gulf Coast, not the, you know, worst of performances, definitely could have been better, should not have been that close of a game. Obviously, Army and Wright State, you can say the same thing about, um, but they're in the same spot. They're both 3-0, and it's an Indiana team that has shot the ball decently well um, from the perimeter they could certainly use some work have not been great from three this season their defense could also use some work i, I mean overall it's an indiana team that, that needs some work um if they really you know want to be very competitive once they get into big 10 play um but haven't been the worst team in the world um 
even though they're far from it. They haven't been Louisville. Well, at least give Indiana credit for that. UConn, on the other hand, continues their reign of dominance coming off of the national title a season ago, both offensively and defensively have looked very strong, have shot the ball extremely well, have defended extremely well, are great in the turnover battle, a good rebounding team. I mean, Dan Hurley's doing it again. It's a team that just looks so, so strong here entering this game. And on this neutral court in New York, the model does like UConn here. 83.34 points. Indiana only 77.48. A 5.86 spread in UConn's favor here entering this one. But the sportsbooks aren't giving Indiana a ton of credit, and maybe rightfully so. They haven't looked great this year. Opened at 12, currently sit at 13 towards Indiana, 12 and a half. If you're looking at the UConn side, a 14.22 edge towards Indiana here entering this game. Um, and I agree. They certainly haven't looked the greatest this season. But it is an Indiana team that shows some signs of, of promise on the offensive side of things. Certainly, um, you know, I, I think they can remain competitive. And yeah, it's not going to be easy going up against this UConn team. But I think they keep this one under double digits i think they stay competitive most of the game uconn might run away with a little at the end um, but i think they cover the spread i'm taking indiana plus 13 here against uconn now we head to philly for this next one queens takes on drexel for queens coming to this game is the 298th overall team in the hot tibet power ranking drexel is the 217th overall team on the offensive side of things queens gets the advantage coming into this matchup 219th overall while drexel the 263rd overall team defensively though it is all drexel in this one 194th overall queens the 320th overall team coming into this game obviously you know both these teams um, you know, come into this game, into this MTE with some hopes. You know, Queens didn't start the season out great. Losses to Marshall, lost to Southern Illinois, did get the win at high point. Um, you know, after those two, and, and as I record this, they're up on Fairfield. So we'll have to wait and see how that one plays out. But the Queens team that has been decently impressive to me, at least on the offensive side of things, obviously their second year in Division One have done a pretty good job holding onto the basketball not a lot of unnecessary turnovers there are some things certainly to want on the defensive side of things but as long as they're pushing tempo running in transition and really controlling the pace of the game it's a queen's team you know that can certainly use that to their advantage and, and you know get into a good spot obviously though going to be at a rest disadvantage coming into this game drexel got the win over fairfield um, on Friday night, a close game against Temple, the one before that, the win over Winthrop, the loss to LaSalle. Drexel comes into this game 2-2 two and two on the season, but haven't been the greatest shooting team overall this season. Now, Drexel is obviously very strong on the defensive side of things, and unlike Queens, they're going to look to slow the game down um, and, and really control the tempo from the defensive side of things and, and play a much slower style of basketball. So that's really the key for Queens to stay in this game, to stay competitive, and to get some shots up. They just got to get up and down the court and enforce Drexel to play a game they don't want to play. As far as the model goes for this one, though, does give the slight edge to Drexel 75.79 points Queens at 67.23 an 8.55 spread in Drexel's favor entering this one the odds haven't really moved at all from the open Queens 10 and a half still sitting at 10 and a half not a huge edge only 2.49 percent but it is a Queens team that I do have some hope for and like I said on the offensive side of things the tempo if they can control that it's a Queens team that I think stays competitive here taking them plus 10 and a half here against Drexel we close out the college basketball portion of Sunday's show from Columbus. Western Michigan takes on Ohio State for Western Michigan. Coming to this game as the 195th overall team in the hot tip of power ranking. Ohio State is the 50th overall team. Offensively, Ohio State getting the advantage here. 70th overall, Western Michigan, the 203rd overall team. Um, defensively, Western Michigan getting a little closer 
actually not really, um, but Western Michigan a little better defensively, 193rd overall, but Ohio State the 41st overall team here entering this one. And if I can say anything about this Western Michigan team, they might be the best 0-3 team in the country. Like, I don't have a whole lot of stats to back that up other than just looking at the games they've played. Um, but they've been competitive. You know, a, a loss to North Dakota State in their first game in overtime, you know, isn't the greatest performance. Maybe um, Georgia State, a loss as well. Northwestern, another loss. They kept it decently close in that one, though, to four points. They're not getting blown out. They're being competitive. And on the offensive side of things, they've done a decent job shooting the ball and even better job rebounding. Um, and their defense isn't the worst in the world either. Like I said, maybe the best 0-3 team in the country. Um, obviously, Ohio State, though, has been a strong team as well. Haven't shot the ball probably nearly as well as maybe they had hoped coming into the year, but they're also a very good rebounding team defensively, especially compared to Western Michigan, have been strong. Um, and while they got the wind over Oakland on opening night, that one was a bit iffy at time. Obviously, drop a game to Texas A&M, um, you know, do follow it up with a strong win over Muramac. So maybe the, the early season flaws for Ohio State are over but again they're playing the best or yeah they're playing the best 0-3 team in the nation here in western Michigan um but despite those takes Ohio State is a pretty strong favorite uh from the model in this game 73.77 points for them western Michigan at 57.57 a 16.2 spread in Ohio State's favor entering this game but the sports books don't love Western Michigan here. We opened at 22. Um, best we currently got for Western Michigan, 22.5. A 6.27% edge towards Western Michigan here coming into this game. And that is exactly where I'm looking. Like, maybe I'm overselling them a little bit, calling them the best 0-3 team in the country. But they've been competitive. They do a good job shooting the basketball, an even better job rebounding. And I think the Ohio State really just struggles to blow them out here. I don't think it's going to be a 23-point victory. I think Western Michigan takes it close and then plus 22 and a half here against Ohio State. Now jumping over to the NFL, we'll start off here in Cleveland. Got the Steelers taking on the Browns for the Steelers. Coming to this game is the 18th overall team in the high debit power ranking. The Browns are the sixth overall team. Offensively, the Browns getting a bit of love. Probably a lot of that to Sean, but third overall, the Steelers 28th overall. Defensively, though, two fairly good teams. Steelers eighth overall. Cleveland is the ninth overall team. And obviously the biggest storyline for Cleveland, no Deshaun Watson, um, DTR getting the start here. And while, you know, a rookie quarterback getting the start isn't maybe always going to be the recipe for success, it is a Browns offense that I think he fits into decently well. Um, and from what, you know, little action we've seen out of him this year, I have been impressed. And I was absolutely impressed with him during his time at UCLA. He's a young guy who I certainly can think um, you know, we can have some success here in this game. Obviously, for the Steelers, haven't been the greatest of offensive teams here this season would probably be a bit of an understatement. Kenny Pickett has certainly had his fair share of struggles at times, but both these teams remain very, very strong on the defensive side of things. And we'll obviously get to what the total looks like here in a second. Um, but nonetheless, you know, two teams they definitely rely on the defense more than the offense and certainly will here in this game. Um, and the model does really like Cleveland in this matchup. Again, uh, probably not factoring in um, the Deshaun stuff as much as it should, but 26.19 points for them. Pittsburgh at 17.57 and 8.61% edge for the Browns here coming into this game. Um, obviously, the opening numbers here are reflected before Deshaun Watson got injured, but minus five and a half where we opened. We currently sit at two and a half. A 32 and a half total towards the under. 
the lowest regular season total in the NFL that I can remember in, in quite some time. Um, and, and really, it is just two teams that on the defensive side of things, um, you know, are going to make up the large part of this game. But with all of that said, I do still think it's a Browns offense, even without Watson on the field, that can have some success. I believe that DTR um, can show us some stuff. And, you know, overall, it's a Browns team that has looked good here these past few weeks. I'm taking them here in this game, minus two and a half against the Steelers. Now we close out Sunday's show with the Buccaneers taking on the 49ers for the Buccaneers. Coming to this game as the seventh overall team in the high tippet power ranking. The Niners are the number one overall team. Offensively, the Niners get the edge here in this game. Eighth overall with the Bucs, the 11th overall team. Um, and the Niners are the number one overall team defensively. Well, the Bucs come into this game as sixth overall. And obviously, the 49ers um, got the things going back in the right direction with the win over the Jaguars last week after, you know, a three-game losing streak skid. Um, you know, Brock Purdy continues to play decently well here this season. And offensively speaking, it is a Niners team um, that hasn't looked terrible. Defense has obviously been the bigger part of this team. Uh, but when the offense is really cooking and, you know, Purdy's getting the ball downfield, it is a team in the Niners um, that has certainly had some success. And for the Buccaneers on that right too, correct the ship in their own right last week as well. A win over the Titans um, after, you know, dropping the four before that. But while the Bucs have lost some games here this season, Baker Mayfield has been a decently strong quarterback. And, and really it's a team in the Bucs that has played a lot of closely contested games. And the model likes this one to be fairly close as well. The Niners 26.43 points coming into this one. The Bucs at 20.03. A 6.41 spread in the Niners' favor here for this game and as far as the odds go we opened at 10 the best for the bucks currently 12 and a half uh, minus 11 and a half for the niners a little bit of juice there on that one but an 11.74 percent edge towards the buccaneers coming into this game um and maybe i'm giving them too much credit after what i saw against the titans last week but i do think it's a buccaneers team that we've just seen play a lot of close games and even though the 49ers defense is very very strong i think they play another close one here Taking the Buccaneers plus 12 and a half here against the Niners. Now that'll do it here for Sunday's show. And if you want to see more sports betting action for everything going on here today, head over to hottipbets.com. Obviously, you can take a look at all of the college basketball matchups today, all the NFL matchups, as well as the NBA, the NHL, college football. Every single day we got games, UFC picks, horse racing as well. So make sure you go take a look at all of that. Also, follow the social links down below, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, to stay up to date with everything that's happening over there. As well as if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future uploads. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on here for today's card. And thank you so much for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.